Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. We welcome in the host of the game last nightcap and soon-to-be host of She Got Next. Okay. Olivia okay. Christian. Okay. Yes, indeed. <laughs> uh, let's actually, let's let's take a break from talking about the Kings not making a trade and trying to calm everybody down and talk about the fact that the Sacramento Kings actually got a victory last night. Let's very literally, oh, talk about the game last night. Um Hey, I'll take it. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. I didn't, even, oh, I didn't even think it twice. A win is a win. <laughs> I, I was, take the W. I was so set, oh, on that team losing in those final seconds that when they finally stole the it was just like, I don't care. I'll take it. I, I wouldn't trip. Houston tried their best to give that game away multiple times. Please take like You were fighting so hard. They stayed in the game of the, the Kings. You know, I always say it's so hard to beat those teams that you're expected to beat. Those teams that are in 12th, 11th place, who are just having fun, trying to figure each other out, they have nothing to lose. And at the tail end of a road trip that was, you know, super long for them, I I, I understood why it was a challenge in a way, um, but they got lucky. The Rockets gave that game away. They got mm-hmm. lucky. And we'll take the W when we can get it. That's fine with us. I'm not tripping on yeah, I'm not tripping off that at all. Had me walk around down the street today like uh, Jay Versace. I don't know about that Jay Versace. When he walking, he just <sighs> feeling good, feeling great. I don't know about that. Ap- boy. Apologies to the entire radio audience right now. I mean, y'all gotta, y'all gotta <laughs> get outside. That is, that's not, that's not my fault that y'all don't know who Jay Versace is. He was no, over. I meant the movement that you just. That, the made physical that movements yes. you were displaying, people can't. The, the you know, physical movement doesn't quite. It's like, so, like sometimes I wonder, do people look down at the Odyssey app or just like look at the radio when we start doing all of these visual bits that we do on the show? <laughs> uh, no, man, I felt great last night. I felt great after that win. Um, and hidden in the gift that was given by the Houston Rockets, Kings actually did make some plays down the stretch. De'Aaron Fox, I thought that steal on Jalen Green was huge. I think it was a – They were down five at that game. point? Yeah, I thought, it, I thought it might have been five too. So it might have been a five-point game. Houston had the ball with around a minute to go. And De'Aaron Fox uh, picks his pocket. You know, and goes in for a score and makes it a one-score game with mm-hmm. I think about fifty seconds ago. It yeah. was a huge play. Yeah. That was a big play, and then that they came play, down into some shots uh, l- later on in that last minute as well. That play followed by Keegan's charge. Uh, mm-hmm. They didn't need to make that run. I can't recall the player who did it. Obviously, a young guy trying to KJ do something Martin. in the last few seconds. Yeah, it was KJ Martin. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, yeah like you, you could have dished that. You could have yeah. dribbled it out, but you tried to go hard and Keegan stepped in. That was another op- – that them trying to give the game away. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I was walking around feeling happy after the end of that game. Like, yeah, but well, no, I was I like, all right, that. a win is a win. Like if a team is going to put it on a platter for you, foul you with 0.7 seconds left so you can take three – we'll take it. We'll take it. Always, always be happy with the win. Always. I'm always happy after a win. Can we sing? You know, one thing that's interesting to me about Darren Fox, and this is a conversation I think that I'm sure you guys have had, and, you know, he clearly has the ability to turn it on, turn it off, dial it up, dial it down, whenever he feels like it. Mm. Last week when James was here, I was asking, like, why aren't teams doing a better job preparing to handle Darren Fox? And, you know, sometimes they're limited in their ability to do that or they just don't game planning in a way that I think – could really kind of tie him up at least a little bit, at least take some seconds off the shot clock. Now I'm not advocating for it. I just think it's wild that they still haven't adjusted. But one thing that came to mind last night was, you know, in thinking about how long this season is, De'Aaron Fox is really smart about how he conserves his energy. Like, I don't like it all the time when he's saving it for the fourth quarter. It seems like he's saving it for, I'm like, why do you only show up then? But it's a long season. It's a long game. And it seems to me that as he's improved, as he's gotten more, um, you know, years in the league, he's learned how to be able to turn it on, turn it off when he needs to come up with big plays like that steal last night and really be able to change the game or seal the deal and and have a win like that. I think as an organization, the fact that Coach Brown, you know, weeks ago, I talked about how he shared that they try to have these mini seasons. Mm. Um, Every five games is a mini season. The goal is to win three out of them and, and, and have those incremental wins and prove in incremental ways and have some longevity to the season where there's a big fall off after the break. So I think individually De'Aaron Fox obviously is the heart and soul of this team in terms of like his ability to just create for himself and others. They miss him a lot when he's gone, but I I like the way that he's approaching the game. I like the way that the team is continuing to approach these wins. It is difficult to to win against teams who can just throw up anything and it's a win-win scenario because it's a learning process for them. But I think, by and large, the Kings, who are continuing to be the best road team in the Western Conference, have done what it takes. And um, I, I think they deserve this break. they got a couple more before they can take a breather. But I'm, I'm impressed with the fact that they've had such a great season thus far and, again, have been pacing themselves in a way that I think they've set themselves up for more success on the back end. Mm. I think one thing about De'Aaron that, you know, because we talk about the, you know, fourth quarter Fox, he was five of nine last night for 13 points in the fourth quarter. And every single one of those points in the two point victory, obviously, is massive. But I, 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 we talk about the turning it on, turning it off thing. And we've talked about that so much this year. We were talking about it as recently as a couple of weeks ago. And I think the very next game, he came out and he had a massive first quarter. Mm-hmm. I think what De'Aaron does a lot is because I do believe he has a very high basketball IQ, he gets a feel for the game. And I I, I don't know that this is written in like a 2022-2023 Sacramento Kings playbook, but it feels like it's Domas quarter one, Fox in quarter four, and let's figure out the rest along the way. I think his, you know, you could see... You could see varying levels of aggression, but I think he always is trying to work within the flow of the game. Mm-hmm. And I think it's very rare that he comes out in quarter one and goes, yeah, I got to set the tone here in a massive way. And he did it a, a, when they needed it a couple of games ago, and it was it was massive for them. Mm-hmm. 
I agree. That I think that's an accurate assessment. Taking a step back and looking at how he approaches the game, I think he's he's got that high basketball IQ. And as a team, all of them are really trying to get each other going. So if he were to come out and just try, you know, take over the game and set the piece, it's not really setting up his the other teammates for success. So because if they do clamp down on him, you want to be able to have space and time for Domas to be able to get off and have Metu. And obviously, when uh, my homeboy comes in. King King, he needs to be able to step in and be effective as well. So it seems as if he is setting the table for all of them. And when it's time to eat, he will eat. Mm. And the rest of the team, again, in these five mini seasons that they're having, all of these little games, I think they are are building up a good um, strategy. They're implementing it well, and they're they're spreading the love throughout the roster. When the bench can come in and there's no drop-off, or if the bench comes in and it's a step up, like last night, they were really producing uh, for the, you know, Domas was in foul trouble. So Metu and the rest of them, they had to be able to come in and keep the pace. And I, I think they're continuing to do that. And it's all just muscle memory. Mm-hmm. You know, when you keep going through these scenarios, it, it's helping to build emotional confidence with everybody. It's camaraderie. They're playing together as a team, but it's all becoming muscle memory for them too. So it's a mm-hmm. given when these situations come up, they can all be effective. They stay ready. So they don't have to get ready. And yeah, I think clearly shirt. that here in box yeah. can do that too. Yeah. Quick note. Um, Lakers bucks tonight. Mm-hmm. LeBron James out. Mm. So just bucks Lakers tonight. LeBron James out. Mm-hmm. Just putting it out there. Just Cause everyone was in a panic earlier about, Oh my God, here come the Los Angeles Lakers. Okay. They got a game to play tonight. And the king is out. He's resting his greatness. I'm calling right and, now. That's, and, and, a, that's a loss. Like Russ isn't playing tonight. No. I'm a guess Malik and Vanderbilt. All of them, I'm guessing that's not a go tonight. So. No Thomas Bryant. Giannis. Gonna need you to handle business Do work. tonight. Do work. Handle business. That's, that, that, that's, a, that's a game. They all count. So you can think what they want mm-hmm. about the future. This one counts just the same. Just like yesterday, counted for the Kings. It did. You know what I mean? It so, counts. So, it's a W, baby. That's what it is. And we throwing and, up the W. And every and with every game, we get closer to the end. Mm. So all oh, this, is that how this works? I think. Well, you know, if the season started today, Kenny, <laughs> Kings would finish I, ten. I think all this. Ugh. Oh, gotta be gotta be ready because it's about to get crazy. Hey, one game closer to the end. It's not like these. It's not, this ain't a baseball schedule. They don't. <laughs> After 50 games, they don't have 100 games left. Mm-hmm. You got about 20 games, 25 games or so to get this thing right. So I look at the Kings. Olivia, you said something there that I completely agree with you. They're starting to uh, – and not starting to. I think they already have it. But they have confidence every single time out, no matter the scenario, no matter the situation. I bet to a man, you go down, um, go down that roster, go down that bench, and if you ask those guys – with the minutes go down five, did they think the game was over? No, absolutely not. Get a stop, get a steal, um, you know, get a bucket. We hit threes, whatever. Like they, they have supreme confidence in their ability as a team, and I think that needs to be accounted for when you talk about evaluating this team down the stretch as well. Definitely, and you can see what a young team how they would react in that that situation. You saw it with the Rockets; they got sloppy. They had a bunch of turnovers in the last few minutes, and. Aaron Gordon was one who gave up a couple of turnovers. He's a veteran, but other players trying to do too much. Um, and, and the Kings, again, because of their muscle memory, because of what they've done thus far this season, they've learned a lot of lessons and they have confidence with each other. If there's time left on the clock, 
they know they can still do something. Mm. And um, I, I think that's wonderful. And it's full, fully on display. And I think they up and down the chart, everybody has confidence in everyone's ability to do what they need to do, to not do too much, to not try to become a different player all of a sudden in the final seconds, to not be the hero, but to draw up a plan, execute it perfectly, and then have that confidence in each other to be able to pull out a W. You mentioned, you know, staying ready so you don't have to get ready. I, I, I stay ready. Terrence Davis has been really, really good over this last what four game stretch, maybe five game stretch at this point. Uh, he had some big baskets last night. He had some big plays. Mike stuck with him. He got fifteen minutes of run, and and I think you know, I think that's another thing is we talk about you know. We, it's it's part it's it's part of the game, right? When trade deadlines approach, you you just we 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 do our best, and sometimes we fail to not use words like assets. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about an asset; we're talking about another man. And mm-hmm. w- like Terrence, I gotta imagine this has been tough for him mm-hmm. because he knows, like he knows. he's an expiring contract. His minutes have been a little sketchy. I gotta imagine this is a tough week for them. I'll propose something we haven't talked about here in the first two hours of the show. What if guys like Terrence Davis or Chemezi Metu or even Rashawn Holmes Mm -hmm. breathe a sigh of relief now that this trade deadline is behind them? James just posted a, a, a video talking about how lively practice is today. Maybe this team is able to... And up their game a little bit for these final 27, knowing I'm going to be a sacrifice. I'm going to be able to finish what we started this season. Yeah. That's nothing. That stuff, hey, we, hey, we don't always consider that stuff. And look, real quick, Olivia, because I want you to, to answer to that. But I, to your point, I think this team really likes each other. Mm-hmm. And I, I think there, there's a possibility, like you just mentioned, that they're relieved that none of these guys got to go anywhere. Like you said, they get to start or they get to finish what they started together. That's been preached probably from day one, together, in this locker room, together, together. They've bought in. They really like each other. And that had to be a little stressful the last couple of days, last week or so. Man, are we going to are we gonna lose TD? Are we, you know, I know Rashawn don't play, but that's my guy. Like, mm-hmm. man, is Rashawn going to be here? And the fact that all these guys get to stick together and see this thing through, that could be a boost for this team as well. Yeah, I think – I agree with both of you. And as much as they try to, you know, put those things in the back of their mind and just play the game, step on the court, stay ready, they're human beings. There's no way that you're not feeling stressed, you're not feeling worried about where you may land. You don't have you've come this far with this team this season. You've improved so much. You've this you've built this camaraderie. You're playing for each other. And to think at any moment you can get that phone call and say you're being shipped out, like that would be devastating to them. And there's no way no matter how professional you want to, you know, approach the game, it's still, they're still human beings. They have families, they have people that are counting on them to be uprooted in the middle of the season can be devastating. There's no doubt in my mind that it's a huge sigh of relief for those folks that we were thinking about, especially because it's difficult to get in the rotation. Once somebody starts playing really well, Mike Brown will keep playing them, which he should do. Mm -hmm. If they're playing great, if they're contributing, uh, you want to keep them on the court. And every now and then, I personally will be like, oh, yeah, what about TD? He's also an amazing player. We haven't seen him in a while. So, you know, from his perspective and other players like Matu and Holmes, they must be thinking that as well. Um, when they're sitting 
for a long time, for a number of games, not being able to contribute. There's no way that they weren't feeling stress over the last few days. Um, but I'm glad, I'm so glad they're able to stay together and see this season through. And that, to me, means they can take it up a notch. I know Coach Brown had been talking about he thinks they have much more improvement in their – they have an ability to take it up a notch, especially on the defensive end, which they've got to do. They've got to do. One, it's going to help Domas stay out of foul trouble if we can keep people from getting blown past each other like they did last night. But um, I think they have um, the ability to improve, and this decision to keep everybody in place will just build more confidence in one another. It's going to be fun to watch. You mentioned Mike Brown a couple of times. Uh, there's two things I want to point out from Mike Brown. One, if you didn't happen to catch Mike Brown's comments on uh, De'Aaron Fox, I strongly encourage you to go see him because he was asked about De'Aaron hitting the free throws. And Mike, as nonchalantly as humanly possible after a stressful two-point win, it's like, yeah, that's what he's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. He's an all-star. I love that. More than the yeah. over-the-top praise. I love that. Like, of course he's going to make those free throws to win us the game. It's De'Aaron Fox. I, I, it's giving, I, I love that. I love it, too. It's giving very much Chris Rock and taking care of your children. That's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> right. We're not going to celebrate that. De'Aaron did not get a cookie dad. last night. Yeah, he did not He did not get a cookie for, for hitting his free throws. <laughs> the other thing was, and I'm surprised this wasn't what you led with. You, you mentioned your king, Malik Monk. There's a great video out there, and I admittedly didn't catch this live, that Kenny's guy, Worldwide Bobe, posted uh, narrating that final sequence and how improbable the entire thing was. But he catches Mike yelling at Monk to jump the pass like Mm -hmm. because they saw the play, and if you go back and you watch it, you see Monk and – I don't think it was Monk and De'Aaron – but his monk and monk and somebody switched, mm-hmm. and monk was able to jump the pass. That's how he stole it, mm-hmm. and they saw that whole thing develop. And Mike saw it, Malik saw it, and everyone executed it with no time with no time to do anything other than after the foul. We've seen it. We know what they're doing. Jump that pass, yeah. and he did it to perfection. Yeah. And didn't dribble. Definitely did not <laughs> dribble. And and Mike got the. Call. Mike got the timeout call, and the Kings advanced it, and De'Aaron was fouled. I, not, worked out perfectly. Uh, but that was a hell of a job by Mike and Malik right there. Yeah, It was perfection. And, again, like veteran players know what to do. Hearing Mike call out the jump the pass and then getting, you know, securing the basketball, not trying to do too much in those final seconds, having that timeout called, that's what they needed in the moment, clearly. But again, that's the confidence they have in one another to be able to execute plays, to understand that they are not out of it. They didn't give up at any point. If there's time on the clock, there's time for the Kings to win. And even if they were down by more and they couldn't have made it in the last few, they were down by five and there was no likelihood, they continue to play until the game is over. And another thing, that's what I think a bunch of Kings fans really have always respected. The team tries. And when you try and we can see that effort, we're going to root for you whether or not we get the W or the L. Luckily, we're on the other side. It seems at this point. Now we're cert- we're definitely celebrating many more W's than we have in the past, and I, I think it's again a testament to good coaching, good strategy, muscle memory, and playing within yourself and not trying to do too much in any given moment. Yeah, for sure. Olivia, how do you feel about uh, about the Kings not making any moves at the trade deadline? I'm cool with it. I'm totally cool with it. What if I told you you could have Dwayne Dedman? 
or Serge Ibaka. Well, is, uh, they're both. Well, I, I'm about, well, yeah, I'm about to say here. Uh, Serge Ibaka waved by the Pacers. People talking about they want him here. And related news. Uh, at Jazzy Five Hundred will not be allowed to go to the Golden One Center if Serge Ibaka comes here. Oh, that's her. That's a little crush, crush. Everybody loves. Serge oh man, I, I was about to Everybody say. I mean, I, I wouldn't mind seeing him in in purple or. I mean, Serge Ibaka gonna show up to Sacramento and break up marriages. <laughs> everybody, Ken, everybody Ken, loves Serge Ibaka, and Kenny's Jazz. like, no, I want Dwayne Dedman. I want Dwayne Dedman. Loves everybody too, and I Serge want Ibaka him to grow his hair back. <laughs> All right. Jazzy 510, you are banned from the Golden One Center. <laughs> In other like, come down to L.A. Come down to L.A. When the Kings play, come down to L.A. We can watch them together. Kenny's going to wonder why William was contacted and season tickets were just purchased from his household. Like <laughs> one season ticket. One. <laughs> one season ticket uh, for the Sacramento Kings uh, uh, purchased from uh, the Caraway household, but that see, like the the whole thing, like the, I I find the conversation because it's happening in the chatty house, it's happening on Twitter, and like I get it, but let, think about what we're talking about right here, Sarah Jabaka mm-hmm. and Dwayne Dedman, two guys who have been traded and waived. Mm-hmm. Now, hey, maybe the fit is perfect, but this is what we were talking about earlier. What does that do? Ultimately, I'll, I'll hit you with the. I'll hit you with it. What are we really talking about when we're talking about adding Dwayne Dedman and Serge Ibaka? What are we talking about, man? What is Serge going to sit in Alex Lynn's seat because Alex Lynn's going to be gone? Or huh. Kessler uh, Edwards just got his first uh, promo. We'll play that for you in a minute. Mm-hmm. We're going to cut him after his first promo. I, I, e- I don't know. Even even more than that, guys. You look at Serge or Dwayne Dedman. Serge. And, and <laughs> like, look, man, I, I don't mean this is no disrespect, but if I could get Serge. 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 Wait, I think Serge. I, I, I like missed the Serge. joke on this pronunciation. What is this about? <laughs> it's it's Beverly Hills Cop. If you remember, uh, if you remember, uh, Bronson Pinchot, Balky, was in. Balky, Bartokos. Yeah, yeah, his name was Serge. But <laughs> Axel Foley would call him Serge. Serge? Hockwell, it sounds like a detergent. Serge. Serge Ibaka. All right, it's, it's coming get, back to me. Thank you for letting me in on the joke. If you could get Ibaka for free, okay. as opposed to giving up something and, and, and give, getting, you know, Pumley's the one that always comes up. But, you know, somebody like that, like, why not, why not go to the buyout market? And see what you can I, Honestly, I wasn't expecting the Kings to do anything. If they would have done something, I would have been like, what? Who? Why? Mm-hmm. So I wasn't, I wasn't expecting any moves to be made. I think they've got a great team. I don't think they needed to give up anything for any of the players that you named, um, especially. So I think we need to ride this season out. We got some good guys together. Yeah. I think so, too. And I think that's exactly how uh, Monty McNair feels and Wes Wilcox feels. And I think those guys did inquire about all of these names that we really like, like Matisse Thibel and Mason Plumley, and they all had these discussions, and they determined what they were asking for probably wasn't working. Did they inquire about OG Ananobi? They very well may have. And as we have outlined on this show, as you, Casey, have outlined on this show a number of times, the first, hey, what are we looking at with OG? Okay, we're going to start with Keegan Murray, and we're build from there. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, good to talk to you, uh, Messiah. We'll catch you next time. Take care, man. Be good. Holla holla.
<laughs> hit, hit him with the Teddy Long. Holla at me. Holla. And then that's what Big Boy said on that one skit. He's like, he's like, yeah, man. The guy was telling him, he's like, yeah, man, I'm going to holla at you. <laughs> Big Boy's, don't holla at me. <laughs> don't holla at me. That's what, that's what we would say to ask him for Keegan Murray. Hey, sir, no, nah, don't, don't holla at me, Masai. <laughs> don't holla at me. Uh, the game last night, available on all your social media channels. And She Got Next, coming soon yeah. uh, to NBC Sports California, Let's NBC go. Sports Bay Area. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 